This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Timothy Zahn, creator of Grand Admiral Thrawn, and you're listening to Conversations Podcast. Good for you. Hello, and welcome to Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat, and this is Fandom Presence, issue number four. The con is back, baby. Yes. Episode 63, though, but volume four of the Fandom Presence. Well, issue number four, and we'll get to that in a moment. Man, since March 20th of 2020, just before the shutdown happened, we were down in Fort Myers. And, like uh, just before. Like yes, days. like literally days. <laughs> uh, it was that week, actually, that everything went down, down at the uh, Caloosacon. And uh, it's been quiet ever since. And they've been slowly starting up with, you know, social distancing and temperature checks and masking if you weren't vaccinated. So providing a really safe experience and while still letting people get out there again. Yeah, I mean, it's the virtual con stuff that they attempted was less than perfect yeah. by, you know, <laughs> by, by all standards. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they're able to, to kind of open things back up a bit to, uh, to allow for that you know, communal experience is, is pretty great. Yeah, and that was, certainly was the reception that we got where people were just so happy to be out and about. I mean, you know, restaurants and, and such and things like that opened up slowly and but this type of fan experience while certainly less volume of people like that we've seen in the past it, the general consensus was oh thank gosh this, we're finally back you know we're making it there we're, we're getting there soon you know yeah and i would imagine that um cosplay of any kind would be greatly encouraged because it's an automatic mask yes <laughs> this is true there were a so, lot more troopers. <laughs> yes. So it's like, well, guess what? We can mask up and still be screen accurate. Exactly. Um, we went to the Tampa Bay Comic Con. Had a great time there, actually. Um, I was there a couple days and um, was was a participant the first day. And and then we kind of piled around on the uh, the Sunday and met some cool cool cosplayers and uh, and uh, fans and just nerds like us and before we leave you being there on saturday as a participant you were there as pre super soldier serum steve rogers along with your friend who was captain america post super serum uh steve rogers that picture hasn't been released yet by the time people are listening to this it will have been released and it's a fantastic uh shot and just Purely, it's a brilliant cosplay. So you know, not Star Wars, but still uh, in the in the House of Mouse and Disney Plus and and the Avengers, it was fantastic. So kudos to you because you guys did a fantastic job. It was really, it was top notch. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, it's well, I will have to go on a tangent on that one at at some point. But um, there weren't many options, and uh, <laughs> so that those were the the best options, and clearly <laughs> the most. Uh, likely to succeed yes (laughs) so yeah so uh on sunday the first people we met were 
Kevin and Taylor. And uh, they were certainly dressed up and, and full cosplay. They were. We uh, One of us beelined it to them um, <laughs> in, in hopes of... Uh, uh, getting an autograph, something I don't know, being taken prisoner, who knows? Um, but we had a nice little chat with them, yeah. And here it is. <laughs> All right, we are here at the uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con. We're at our first public outing with fans at a Comic Con in well over a year almost two years. I mean, I was here yesterday, but that's fine, don't worry about it. And we have two fantastic cosplayers right here. Uh, first, your name is Kevin. Kevin. Taylor. Taylor. And uh, what are you uh, cosplaying as? I'm as a death trooper. Death trooper. I am Ray from The Last Jedi. Fantastic. You guys look amazing, first of all. And Thanks. amazing. You built this yourself? Uh, came with a kit with a lot of the plastic parts, a lot of the rest of it 3D printed, and then painted and finished up and fit to me by me. Fantastic. Yeah, right. Very impressive. Nice. And are you wearing risers or are you that tall? No, I'm 6'2". All right. All right. <laughs> How about you? Your, your cosplay looks all fantastic uh, as well. Uh, it's 90% me. So. 90% me. Yeah. Very, very nice. Fantastic. Very cool. So we have some questions for you guys. We'd like to uh, have you uh, be part of our fandom present series. So the first question is, what is your Star Wars fandom origin story? So got into Star Wars as a young kid. Uh, grew up seeing it constantly on syndicated television. Uh, then it gets reinforced when you went to the uh, MGM Studios and saw the ride and everything. Um, new new trilogy came out, which I actually really enjoyed. Episodes one, two, and three, and then they just continue keeping out fun new content. The streaming shows now on Disney Plus, a, a lot of stuff to keep you intrigued and involved in it. Fantastic, good points too. How about you? Uh, my mom bought me the gold edition VHS nice. of Star Wars, Sweet. and uh, at Walmart when I was like five and I had a white baby blanket that immediately became Princess Leia's dress but I had Luke Skywalker's lightsaber at the same time and it's kind of like history from there uh, I mean all the new content is like great but I started off as like an OG person and I was nice. the perfect age when the all prequels right. came out nice. um, so yeah I have a minor Darth Vader obsession. It's, Don't you know, we all? Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's, it's minor. I have not named my dog any Star Wars characters, and I have not filled my entire house with Star Wars memorabilia. I swear I haven't. Well, you should be getting on that then. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. The time, I, you know, the time, don't don't the time. don't come to my house and check, but I, yeah, I haven't. I swear. I'm not Good buying enough. it, by the way. Uh, yes, no, <laughs> it's fine. I don't have a dog named Kylo Ren. It's oh totally fine. my gosh! Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. And how does Star Wars impact your everyday life? Oh well, like I mean, I guess I just lied about my whole apartment being filled with Star Wars memorabilia. So rewind. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I made the unfortunate decision to get a 3D printer, and God, I have a lot of helmets, uh -huh. and I have a lot uh -huh. of, I have a lot. It's, the collection is pretty large and growing, so you know, just don't. Every don't, day. Yeah, every day. Yeah. Every day. It's it's an everyday thing. And how about how does Star Wars impact your everyday life? Um, it's definitely like the the dog to the squirrel. You, you see something that sounds or looks of Star Wars, and it immediately catches your attention, and you run over to it. Um, got into cosplaying just this last year with the pandemic because I've been to the different conventions, Star Wars celebration, and you see these people that are the character. It's not just a guy who's made a costume; they are that character, and you go, "I want to do that. That looks so cool." And then with Star Wars Celebration and Anaheim being canceled, this was the, hey, I've got time. I've, I've got until the next conventions to go out, the ability to take my free time and to, to 3D print some stuff, 
figure out how to paint things correctly, figure out how to weather things to look the way it needs to look, to check all the different reference libraries and pictures from the shows and the movie and go, I'm gonna make this character. And instead of just being this you know, guy on a, a Halloween night or something like that, wearing a costume, I'm actually that character now. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I'm gonna let Pat take the phone and ask the third question, which of course is his question originally. So yeah, I am one. still here actually. Thank you for acknowledging that. Uh, our, our third question in the series is the, um, this is my favorite of them. Yeah. Um, it's if you could have lunch with any Star Wars, any person from Star Wars, any creature, any creator, actor, character, who would it be and what would you talk about? Hands down, Carrie Fisher. If I could have a glass of wine with Carrie Fisher, I my life would 100% be made. Um, she's She was like the perfect human being, um, but she's amazing. What we talk about, I don't know, everything. I want to hear her opinions Whatever on. Whatever she wants. I want right? to hear her opinions on everything. I don't even have to talk. I just want to sit across from her and let her talk. Um, but yeah, Carrie Fisher was like my OG princess. So. Oh man, that's awesome. And you? I would definitely ha want to have some uh, some meal with Billy D. Williams. Oh, okay, um, nice. Not not to get into arguments on whether he's a hero or not in the series, but just to talk about how it was being in the show, how how cool it was that they kept the the ad lib hand solo line in there, um, and all the fun he's had doing all the new content and the cameos he's played in them. All right, perfect. Yeah, I think that's our first Billy D. That is a Billy D. All right, awesome. cool, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, you guys, again, look fantastic. Thank and you. Um, we, uh, we do a little dabbling, yes. and uh, this just is really cool to, oh, this, is, this was this morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just, we love seeing, seeing people us going too. out there, being like us, having a blast. Yeah, yeah. Glad to finally be here after exactly. so long. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you All so right. much for joining us, and You're have a great welcome. rest of the day. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys. Enjoy. Oh, great people, and man, talk about some fantastic cosplay. So oh, thank man. you to Kevin and Taylor. Great to hear how, you know, just the pure excitement about not only for themselves to get out and do it, but, and to show off their proud work and fantastic work. Yeah. You know, some people have several different outfits, as um, as we've talked about before. Well, <laughs> if we can manage to wedge another one in here, uh, we will. Um, our next interviewee was named Seth, and he was quite a uh, timely interview indeed. But he was he was a pretty cool guy. Yes. So we're still here at the convention, are we? I think so. Right. Yes, we are. And we just bumped into, well, actually, we are almost arrested by uh, an imp. But uh, we, Yes, yeah, yes but in, in exchange for our freedom, he's offered to uh, to partake in our fandom presence. Well, that's very nice of him. I know, <laughs> that's I know. Not usually, usually it's the other way around. <laughs> right. We're usually giving exactly. everything to them. That's true. Well, we're pleased to introduce Seth, and um, we have a couple of questions for you. Uh, well, actually, three. And uh, the first one would be, uh, what is your Star Wars fandom origin? Uh, in origin, my uh, dad would um, we would put on Star Wars when I was like four years old. And I would I grew up with like the prequels and the Clone Wars, so I would I had like these armies of figures, all the tanks, like, these uh -huh. big battles I would do as a <laughs> nice. kid. Yeah, and um, that's uh, ex extended now into collecting those the six inch black series. I have like oh, yes. I have like hundreds of them. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah. Star Wars has just always been like my favorite thing. I'm, I'm just un undying passion for it ever since I was like four years old. That's fantastic. Oh man. And um, how does, well first of all you're wearing this fantastic uh, Imperial, sorry, Death, Death Star. Uh, 
TIE pilot without the armor. There we go. Have the okay. armor. Okay. <laughs> and did you, this, I mean, it looks fantastic. This is uh, very authentic. And um, how, how does Star Wars affect your everyday life? Um, well, I wake up and, you know, immediately I'm thinking of Star Wars. But um, a lot of the yeah. stories have influenced, you know, even as a, as a kid, you know, you see the Jedi, you see Luke, and you're like, oh, I want to be like Luke, I want to be a good person, you know, yeah. all these uh -huh. kinds of things. So every, every day, you know, you take Star Wars, you can, you can turn it into something that's like a, a lesson to learn. That's like very that. cool. There's always things to learn from Star Wars. They always tell good stories. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Well, I'm going to give the phone to Pat for his fantastic question and the third and final question for this one. Yes. Well, um... I'll let you hold it because why not? Um, yeah, so the third question is um, if you could have lunch with any person or creature from Star Wars, who would it be and what would you talk about? This could be characters, actors, creators, artists, anybody associated with Star Wars in any capacity. Actor, it would be basic answer, but Mark Hamill. Of course, you know, who doesn't want to meet Luke Skywalker? But also, Mark Hamill himself has been in so much uh, other media that I've loved. So it's like I would just want to ask him, like, other questions, not even just like, oh, what was it like being Luke Skywalker or filming the new movies? Or, but I'd ask him, is like, oh, you're the Joker in, like, my favorite Batman Arkham series, like, all the other crazy stuff. He's just, and he just seems like a, like a really, like, genuine person. And I feel like it would be a fun conversation to have because I feel like he's just as passionate about Star Wars as the fans are. So it would be fun to talk to him about it. That's very cool. So you're wearing your uh, death troop, well, sorry, TIE pilot without your helmet, but you've also indicated you have other uh, cosplays too. What else do you do? Uh, down, the, down the line, we'll go, if I, my own Mandalorian. I'm working on Del Mico from Inferno Squad. I got the Wedge and Tilly's uh, ah. pilot. I'm working on my own pilot as well. Sweet. So my own kind of stealth squadron pilot. Okay. Um, and I'm planning on, I'm currently in like the development phases of a, of a new Mandalorian. Okay. Fantastic. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining us and sharing your story, and have a great rest of the con. Thank you. You guys have a great day, and citizens, you're free to go. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. So that Imperial officer uniform, first of all, was, like, crisp, spot on. I mean, he could pass muster for sure. And right. And then when he showed us the picture of, of him as Wedge, we lost we it. We lost it. We did. We lost it. <laughs> We were like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> but very creative, too. And, like, he's, you know, that just shows, again, the, the purity of what he's doing it for is just for himself to have fun because he can. And that's a great approach to it as well. Yeah, that's what we do. Exactly. <laughs> and we can totally identify. Um, I mean, it's all, all about creativity and, and, and doing something that you love and finding something that you love. And, you know. Some of us get into it in our 40s. Um, some of us get into it in our preteens. Yeah, sort of like Nick, you know, at the uh, ripe old age of 12. Uh, you know, I mean, just there's so many things you could say about him. Uh, but, uh, you know, first of all, let's, let's let Nick tell the story. But it's absolutely amazing. Uh, things are clearing out, but uh, we found someone, didn't we? We did. We found a few someones, but uh, we found Boba Fett, actually. Yes, very cool Boba Fett. Yes. And I uh, would like to uh, ask you, uh, first of all, what's your name? Uh, my name is Nick Cavanaugh. Okay, and which uh, cosplay are you wearing right now? I am the Boba Fresh, the rearmored version. And it is fantastic. It's a great job. Thank and you. Did you make all this yourself? Uh, the plates were uh, outsourced to from by Minifet, but uh, the paint job and all the soft parts are made by myself. It's fantastic. Perfect. Thank you. So we'd love to ask you a few questions sure. for the podcast. So first question is, what's your Star Wars fandom 
uh, origin story? Uh, oh, <laughs> that goes back a while. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely started when I was uh, very young. Uh, only stories that my mother has told me that I've always kind of just watched the movies and everything. <laughs> but I got more into costuming uh, uh, through Facebook. My mom showed me a picture uh, when I was back in 2015 of one of a family friend that who is uh, part of the Mandalorian Mercs. Ah, she showed me a picture nice. of his armor and I was like, I need one. <laughs> so he kind of showed me uh, the ropes on how to build one. Uh, the very first helmet I made was out of uh, paper and cardboard and kind of fiberglassing it and bonding it. The armor was just uh, basic Sintra plates. And from there I got into 3D printing, started my own business, CGS Props. Um, and it's kind of just grew from there. I mean, this table is phenomenal. We're going to take some pictures so all the fans, well, the fan who's listening, yeah. um, can well, see. Both well, both of them, yeah. yeah. That's us. Um, so you can see that. So uh, how does Star you may have already answered this, sort of, but how does Star Wars affect your daily life? Oh, uh, well, yeah, like I said, this is kind of a, a part-time business. I am still in high school. Um, but, yeah, so this is kind of whenever I'm out of school, this is what I do for the free time. I love doing it. Wow. Do you have, like, a one day maybe making this your full-time job where you can like have a full income doing all this yeah i would absolutely love to make stuff like this for movies and tv shows Imagine. hopefully one day star wars <laughs> i'm not jealous at all I'm just, <laughs> i just want to find out so pat's gonna ask the last question all right all right so yeah um uh, the favorite question that we love to ask because we love all the different answers is um if you could have lunch with anyone from star wars who would it be and what would you talk about it can be characters, actors, creators, writers, anybody. Uh, Hondo Onaka would be a pretty <laughs> cool person. <laughs> of course I'm the best. How come it took me this long? Um, you're paying for the meal, right? It would okay. start with, with lunch and then it would kind of <laughs> go somewhere else from there. <laughs> the bar, of course. <laughs> of course. Who has this podcast? So, why, so you like Hondo? Hondo, yes. Oh. He's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> here, one of our so what would you talk about? What do you think the conversation would be about? It's not about what he would talk about. It's what Hondo it would be more. It would be more listening than talking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's fantastic. Only one person driving this conversation. And it's me. Well, thank you very much. That's fantastic. Of course. And um, we should... Your mom. Do you have a second? Yeah. All right. Uh-oh. So, Mom, your name is? Susan Cavanaugh. Susan Cavanaugh. So we just met your son, very industrious and very uh, entrepreneurial. How does this, this is phenomenal what we see in front of us. First of all, we're very jealous. Um, but It's amazing. You know, we love cosplay. Pat made 95% of what you see him wearing today. So we're also into creation and expressing Star Wars. So you must be a Star Wars fan if it was passed down from you. It was not passed down for me. It actually went the other direction. Oh, I learned it all from wow. him. Well, that's fantastic. So you're a Star Wars fan now? I am a Star Wars fan. That's great. <laughs> yes, yes, I, mean, <laughs> I had no choice in the matter. That's, and who's your favorite character? Oh, that's a tough one. I like Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Nice. Right. Okay. Hondo and Darth Vader. That's oh. going to combo. <laughs> well, thank you both very much. Thank and you. continued success. Thank, thank you. you very much. So there we go. That's Nick and his mom, of course. Um, talk about industrious. I mean, like, you know, we're like you said, we're doing it in our forties and fifties, doing this type of thing, and here he is at this young age of Being seventeen, better than us. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> 
but inspirational. I mean, it's uh, you know entrepreneurial um, with a passion for Star Wars, and his cosplay was on point. It was just phenomenal, and like the stuff that he had there, silk screened, and the uh, the B one battle droid necklace was fantastic. It's just all over the. I mean, it was like a top notch pro at you know seventeen. Yeah, I I, I was astounded. Um, I you know had seen him in the costume contest on saturday ah that's right with the helmet on and then when he took the helmet off i was like you're a kid (laughs) this is not fair yeah so just every part of the spectrum of of fandom and you know either buying something and and modifying it or creating something from scratch or 3d printing just you know the ingenuity of the fan base with costuming and cosplay is just fabulous mm-hmm. you know you've got these fans that we saw there on one day and you over two days uh really being able to express themselves and enjoy their fandom with whether it's a cosplay for a contest or for 501st or just for the sheer enjoyment of exploring the star wars world and just having fun with it that's that's really the essence of the fandom and of this entire series of, of fandom presence is like fans are everywhere it's and they come in all shapes and sizes and quality of costumes and that's the beauty of it all yeah and you can see you know the same character being you know brought to life in in several different ways by different people and different fans just kind of breathing different uh, different life into these same characters, you know. Mm-hmm. And a short week later than that Comic Con up in Tampa, we were back up in Clearwater today at Emerald City Comics to meet with our pal Dominic Pace. He's been on the show a couple of times already, but he was appearing mm-hmm. finally very close to us. So we made that trek up and met up with Rob from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. And uh, we had an absolutely great time there and uh, lots of different fans. And of course, you know, great to meet Dominic finally in person. And um, we also met um, someone else who was also into cosplay. And, you know, the 501st were there in full full force and top-notch cosplay again. But we met someone else there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, and, uh, you know, this is issue number four uh, because we did get four issues of the Gecko comic. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> so there is that. That's awesome. You know, we, we had a great time hanging out with Dominic and, you know, just conversing with the 501st people. And Rob was ecstatic to lend his lightsabers to the stormtroopers. That's right. That's right. All sorts of madness that just was really, really a fun time. But yeah, the... um. There were definitely some interesting people that that I hadn't seen, but had seen me as pre-Super Soldier Serum Steve Rogers. Which was very cool. Yes. (laughs) And we're speaking of Philip, and he's from the Outer Rim Guilds, and it's a Lucasfilm-recognized organization that is really quite unique and uh, really does fill a void of which a lot of these different groups don't necessarily cover, but his does. And I mean, we'll let him explain it, but it's really fantastic. Yeah, he's known about this a lot longer than we have. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. So we'll let him tell it. <laughs> Here we are 
at Emerald City Comics for the Dominic Pace appearance. Uh, we've met some interesting characters here, of course. Yeah. And uh, we've got one with us now. Exactly. Kevin, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Oh, great to be here. Uh, first of all, my name is Kevin Daniels. I'm the director of the Outer Rim Guilds, which is a fan-based, Lucasfilm-approved costume group that not only do we, the, we do the canon characters, like you also do Luke Skywalkers and all that, but we focus on the Outer Rim Guild, so we want to have all the guys out, out there on the edge. So we also allow bounty hunters, Mandalorians, smugglers, and with working with Lucasfilm, when I was putting the group together, I said, can we do custom characters? Like, can they be something not seen in the movies? And they're like, yeah, so long as it looks like it walked off the set, we're good. And I'm like, all right. So, yeah, we do have costume standards. We make sure everybody looks, you know, appropriate for if we were doing a feature. That's fantastic. Are you guys based here in Florida? Yes, it started here in Pinellas County. Uh, I live in Largo, and we have members in uh, Sarasota, Tampa, Orlando, and we just approved three members out in California. Each group, just like almost all the Star Wars costume groups, we all pick a planet, that's the one we represent. So the Outer Rim Guilds, we took Batu because we actually have Batu in our backyard, mm -hmm. and we go up there a lot. So we took Batu, and the guys out in California are taking Mandalore. So if you're interested in the group, you know, go to our website, check it out, and then you know, put, put your team together because not only do we do costumes and hang out, we actually perform lightsaber choreography as well as other stage combat techniques. Do you, do you go over like the different forms of uh, lightsaber combat and things like that? It's a big discussion. The lightsaber combat, what I've researched, it's nice little paragraphs that talk about what they are, but they never actually show you. <laughs> I've been involved with stage combat since 1984, and I'm old, oh God. Anyway, <laughs> I always hate when I say that number, but it's true. And I teach stage combat, and I direct stunt shows. I've done um, Renaissance festivals, pirate fairs. I work for the local colleges here, St. Pete College, Eckerd College. Mm -hmm. So I teach at all levels. I go to high schools, theater conferences, and I love sword fighting. I tell everybody the two main influences for me was Alexander Salkind's, or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, uh, Three Musketeers, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. And then Star Wars came out not too long after. I'm like, oh, I wanna do that. And now we have the actual props and technology we can pull it off. Like yeah. our sabers are, we have brands, Ultra Sabers, yeah. Bindu Armory. I love Bindu Armory. You heard it, send me money. I love you guys. Bindu <laughs> Armory. Bindu Armory, I can't say it enough. As my when I turned 50, that was the saber I got. That's the last saber I'll ever buy. Wow. I mean it, and that's on record now. But it doesn't matter your skill level. You could be never done stage combat, never done martial arts. We can teach you. We have 10 moves that we start with, and that's our what we call Form 1. And with that, you can make any fight you want. You guys get together um, at, like, cons and things like that, or just, just in general, just hang out with your... Yeah, we meet, uh, we try and meet about twice a month, like every two weeks, uh, depending on, but like right now, like, we've done back-to-back -back conventions. Uh, oh, my God, you know, we, we did MetroCon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys, that's where we did MetroCon. They were at Tampa Bay Comic Con, where we saw you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this weekend, not only are we here uh, representing and... and presenting Dominic Pace with an honorary membership to our organization. We're also at the Omni Fandom Convention. It's a smaller oh, yeah. one. It's a newer one, but you know, they're really great guys. I mean, we have a space up there where we have our table set up with all of our props, nice. costumes, lightsabers, and then we're actually presenting. So what we do for a presentation is we run fights and then we break it down. We show everybody how we build the fights. So again, people have never done this before. It's like, oh, I've always been interested to try. It's like, okay, well, you know, we're going to show you how we do it. And if you're interested, come try it out. And 
so we'll meet up at the park you know locally we move we move the practices around too so we'll we'll do it in largo we'll do it in st pete tampa sarasota right, right. that way it's not always you have to drive right. here yeah but if you live in california you will have to fly here <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm not doing that road trip <laughs> and our next actual meeting will be the 15th because i'm going to sneak off to megacon on the 14th Okay. I tried to get us in there. I, I literally, I try and get as many shows as possible so we could spread the word. But we also, we all love dressing up. You, know, uh, you guys saw uh, two others with it was Christopher Allard and Mary Vaughn. You know, she was in her Jedi. He was in his Sith. They're both custom characters. Uh, today I'm wearing my smuggler outfit. This is my like casual Star Wars, <laughs> nice. you know, vest, gun belt. So uh, a lot like the vest I made. You know, I followed the nice. Rebel Legion, mm -hmm. Rebel Fleet Trooper pattern. Because I, I am a member, it's funny too, I mentioned, I'm a member of Saber Guild, the Dark Empire, the Rebel Legion. Nice. I went through all of their stuff and I'm looking at it, I'm like, I can build an organization, but I need, we want to do more. And the Mandalorian, like Dominic Pace, Mandalorian, it's awesome because they opened up the floodgates. Yeah. We have spears, knife fighting, axes. True. And they're doing it. And, and I don't care, I don't care about politics, but I can tell you right now, when Cara Dune whooped Din Jaren's butt, I'm like, we're doing it, we're uh -huh. doing it, and so now uh -huh. we're able to bring all of our hand-to-hand -hand yes. combat in. Sure. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I love. I mean, Dave Filoni has done so much, you know, for the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. I I thank him every day. I'm at a little shrine to him. I <laughs> you, know, you, got, you know, Dave Filoni save us. We do that cross. We tighten our saber blades and we go fight. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you tighten those saber blades. Definitely tighten the saber blades. And you know what? We're we admit it. When we screw things up, we'll show it. Uh, one of our fighters at Tampa Bay Comic Con did not tighten his blade. And sure enough, right in the middle of the fight, the blade came flying out. And I'm actually mic'd up, and we're going to pull the audio because it probably just sounds like, no. <laughs> well, we're going to uh, include all of your links and all of your information on uh, the show notes. But why don't you tell everyone where people can find you, not just your, your group, your organization, but also your upcoming events. How do people find you? The fastest way is Facebook, but our website also has our events. So we'll put our meeting schedule up so people know when the next one's happening and all the events that we're, we're going to. So our website is www.outerrimguilds.org. Okay. So we're technically org, org. <laughs> and on Facebook, you can find us at um, Outer Rim Guilds. We're going to do everything. Like all of our guys are talking, like our next builds, like what's our next... Like, my wife wants to do the mechanic from The Mandalorian, Amy Sedaris's character. Yes. Oh, That's yes. her next one. Nice. And, yeah. and she fights. And my wife, all the festivals and stuff we've done over the years, she never took part in the fighting until we started doing this. But even, And that's a great example. And then I found out, this is a hidden talent she had. I had no idea. She was in Color Garden High School, right? Oh, okay. Color, whatever. All right. She could spin a lightsaber. Nice. Like, you wouldn't believe. And she started doing it. I'm like... All right, you need uh -oh. to teach me. <laughs> uh -oh. I I need to learn that. And she, so at we're going to be at Necronomicon in September. It's the end of September. We have a lot of stuff going on there. Not only are we presenting our panels, we have our tables set up. We are also raffling off a custom-built lightsaber that one of our members, his name's Lonnie Cox, uh, he builds sabers. Uh, as a matter of fact, after he saw my Bindu Armory saber, he went and built his own with NeoPixel blade and everything. And I'm like, oh, God, I hate wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll do Necronomicons. We'll have the panels, the table. She's doing a panel called Lightsaber Spinning for the Tragically Uncoordinated. Nice. <laughs> so, right. again, people, we'll have, that one. Yeah. Yeah, people have never done stuff here. They come out with you. Nice. Um, 
And we're also running Order 66, the assassination game. So it wow. is, oh. it is, it's, it's kill or be killed. You're Sith, Uh-oh. Jedi, and <laughs> you just have to tag the person out, and then you get their armband and their lightsaber. Nice. Ah, okay. so That's cool. Well, hopefully right. we'll run that, and uh, there is going to be, and this is like, I, I've never said this before, so again, this is documented. There's going to be two special weapon drops in the game near the end, ah. which will give whoever gets a hold of that a massive advantage, but I'm not going to say what just yet. Nice. Okay. So all right. an exclusive here. Yeah. Ooh, all right. The hot take. <laughs> all right. I'm sure we'll we'll follow you guys around on the socials, but uh, I'm sure meet up with you again back uh, our backyard in Sarasota. So that's okay. that's perfect for uh, crossing paths again for yeah, sure. Well, that, it's funny because uh, four, off the top of my head, it got. Uh, I apologize if I miss anybody, but I can tell you four members of our our group. Uh, one of them is the director for the Sarasota Medieval Fair. Three of them are fighters in there. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, Patrick the Starfish uh, was yes. what? Okay. And, and so, yeah, I mean, we I did Sarasota a couple times. Um, hopefully, we could do it again this year. And but yeah, so I we're all in the same backyard. I love the fact. I love yeah. the cross promote and everything. I got your swag. I took some of your stuff. Thank you. Right. Um, yeah. I'm definitely. I appreciate you know being able to do this with you i really do well we appreciate you and you know keeping the star wars fan base and allowing people to express themselves but also with the more minor characters like you're talking about the outer rim oh yes i want to do something that's more for me and that brings out the enjoyment and ultimately brings out enjoyment for everybody so thank you very much for what you do and thanks for coming on the show so thank you very much thank you i look forward to researching that saber spinning and i do believe that through the force all things are possible Except that. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, you might want to be a bartender. You know, you can do anything you want. Or you can trades people. Or a bar patron. Or a bar patron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like you. But um, and we saw some of the members of the guild were there today. with A Sith and a Jedi. And they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And again, we're going to post all these pictures that we have. And just enjoying the the opportunity to be out and about with people. But also, you know, having fun with their Star Wars fandom. And, you know, that's the thing is you've got people that want to be, you know, very screen accurate with characters from the films. And, you know, that's great. Go for it. But then there's people that want to branch out and and kind of design or or become characters that we haven't seen but would fit in to that arena. And then not only, you know, create these characters or emulate these these characters, but then get some training or, or become demonstrators of the, you know, the styles of combat between um, vibro blades to lightsabers to hand to hand, anything that has been done in star Wars, they um, explore, which is really very cool. Very cool. Again, really the essence of what this series is about, you know, the fandom presence is to see all those different aspects and just, you know, really celebrating the different ways people explore that fandom. Every aspect of this part of why I got into this and drug you kicking and screaming into this <laughs> is just because it's it's creative and interesting labor of love to really um, take something from the screen and rip it off the screen and into real life, which yeah. is, you know, that whole immersion that we've all been wishing for since you know we were kids yeah no that's the best part of it makes us feel like kids too (laughs) right 
and then you know we do it to our kids so that you know they can't look back and say oh man i wish my dad dressed me as ahsoka three different ways <laughs> um you know that sort of stuff we can if not for our dreams for theirs for, exactly it's for the children it, it is for the children as tom yeah. would say oh man well, there we go so there's um issue four of yeah. the uh, fandom presence and yeah. um it was really great to get back out there again and uh, we look forward to doing this again when uh, we have a uh, another con we'll attend and speak to some, some more uh, interesting people we're looking to get involved with several other outings yes uh in the relatively near future uh where we can uh, keep meeting people and you know getting to the roots of their fandom as well yes and further explore ours we got some plans that are coming up soon and we'll be launching quite full on into it uh very shortly we'll hopefully have some cool news uh as well we have plans yeah it's in the cloud ah crap <laughs> <laughs> you know where those plans aren't where on our website at conversations.com <laughs> you can search at suations and not see our plans <laughs> you can see a, a little um gift uh, another labor of love that we've uh, presented to dominic pace yes and wow uh, what a gift that was i guess so yeah yeah which you know is exciting um, well, you did a phenomenal um, job, so that's uh, very understandable. Oh, shucks. Um, did we put a picture of that up on our Instagram? Yes, we did. And Facebooks. Oh, yes, at Conversation. <laughs> and Facebook.com slash Conversation. There you go. So same one for both of them. But yes, we that's did. It. Very well received there as well. And I think that some of our fellow Red 5 members have have retweeted and commented and urged us to put them into an assembly line uh, yes. but we shan't, we shan't. <laughs> dominic gets the one and only that's it so it's very good to so. get out again one of the very exciting parts of our fandom very much so i guess that does it that does do it i'm just waiting okay. to see what you're gonna do to take us out <laughs> i don't know we can bring this out warm or we can bring this out cold Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. Red 5 Network.